Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to our three, no, two of Drive at Large. I am your ever-humble host, Rich Droid. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. We have some breaking news here. Uh, Jim Gadet is joining us on the line, our public safety guy, but the breaking news is police have identified the shooter. I'm just getting this, so I don't know exactly who or what he is, but it's a fellow... They say is 64-year-old Stephen Paddock, and I'm going to see if I can't get a... Um, Josh, can you get to the Twitter feed and get to what Kimberly Morin sent us? Um, it's in the notifications section, and let's put this over the air. It's about a minute long, and while we're doing that, um, we will uh, introduce uh, Jim Gadet, who's calling in for a special public safety this week. Jim, I don't know how much you paid attention to uh, what's happening this morning, but what can you tell us? Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, you know, obviously tragic. Uh, a lot of people shot and killed. It's been kind of a crazy weekend. Uh, we had uh, multiple attacks on police officers up in uh, Canada. Yeah, that's right. Uh, closer to home, we had a uh, deadly force incident with a Belmont police officer shot and killed a suspect, and now this out in Vegas. It's uh, a little off the hook. I don't think it's all part of a you know widespread plan. I, I suspect you're going to find three different uh, you know three different issues in each of these uh, scenarios. But uh, the Vegas shooting. Yeah, they were uh, also supposedly looking for a woman who was uh, described as a person of interest. Um, and last I had heard or had read, they had not located that person. Right. Uh, that would be someone alternately referred to as his companion, his girlfriend, his travel partner, four foot eleven Asian woman, we're told. Um, news reports coming in now saying more than 50 people are dead in Las Vegas. This is going from bad to worse pretty quickly. So... Um, Let's let's we get that clip ready. Um, let let's let's hear what this uh, this report says. You got to turn on the. Uh, make sure that you physically turn on the um, the microphone or the sound. We're buffering. We're buffering. Buffering's not good. All right. Well, let me know when it's uh, buffered. His identity at this point. His name is Stephen Paddock. Um, last name spelled P-A-D-D-O-C-K, uh, with the date of birth of four nine of nineteen fifty three. Um, as far as his history and background, uh, we haven't completed that part of the investigation yet, um, but we located numerous firearms within the room that he occupied, and that's, like I uh, stated earlier, it's going to be a long and tedious um, investigation. Now, we're bringing in all the resources of the FBI to assist us in this investigation, um, in particular to their victim witness advocates and their CSI folks to help us process the scene and ensure that we're getting all the evidence that we can possibly uh, uh, obtain. All right, so Jim, why do you bring in the FBI if this is a guy that's local to Las Vegas and, and police uh, 
uh, allegedly know who he is? Well, well, one, they have the resources. Uh, you know, the the uh, the CSIs, if you will, uh, I think he's referring to are the FBI's evidence response team. Um, actually, close here to home, uh, one of the uh, retired agents that came up with that concept uh, is actually, you know, a New Hampshire resident, retired FBI guy, uh, had a fairly uh, interesting, you know, very interesting career, uh, helped train a lot of local police officers. Uh, it's, it's like a SWAT team of evidence collection, and that's basically uh, what they, you know, what they approached evidence collection as. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of leads to run down, a lot of interviews to be, you know, done. Typically, they're kind of two sides of the house, if you will, to uh, any kind of a, you know, homicide investigation, and a mass casualty incident. You know, that's a, it's a, a much larger house. It's like a mansion. You have, right. you know, the investigation with the interviews, uh, timelines, things of that nature, and then you have all the evidence, which is, you know, everything from photographs to sketching to you know, uh, evidence that's seized and, and sent off to various places. It's, it's it's a very, very large logistical undertaking. So I think it's a good call to bring them in. Uh, you know, possibly they'll bring in, you know, they'll get some assistance from their uh, behavioral analysis unit with the FBI, their profilers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the state of Nevada has for those resources, but uh, certainly the FBI has you know, has, 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 you know, great deal of those resources. So it's probably not a bad call. So why, why would the uh, police department both hold off on uh, releasing the identity of the person and then release the identity without really any information about him? I'm, I'm curious, what is uh, a proper police procedure, especially if there are really uh, are, are no other sort of suspects that might be tipped off that they are, are, of people of interest in a in a situation like this. Uh, well, typically, yeah, you want to make sure that you've got all the dots connected before you start naming names and, and tipping off people. Uh, and I don't know for a fact, but perhaps in this instance, uh, they were comfortable that beyond this person of interest, uh, the female that they were looking for, there was no one else to be had. Maybe they were just looking to confirm and or finalize the identification of this person beyond, you know, something serious, you know, like a fingerprint identification, which nowadays takes a lot quicker once you submit it to APHIS, but it's still a live person that has to confirm that that APHIS hit, you know, at the end of the day. The computer can spit out all the matches or the possibilities in the world. Uh, It's still going to be a live person that confirms that computer system's work. Gotcha. So, what can we expect? That would, the poli- be, that would be my guess. All right. What, what can we expect the police are going to do from this point out? Um, you know, how do you how, how do you even begin to try to figure out a motive for something like this? I mean, do you, do you look for a note? Well, yeah, they'll start. You know, they'll start crawling into this guy's life. I mean, any any social media, they'll be at. You know, any places ever live. You know, friends, associates. I mean, they'll they'll be inside his, you know, his computers, his social media accounts, and they'll find out, you know, what groups he associated with. If he had any leanings one way or the other, if he had any grievances or perceived grievances with, you know, country music fans or you know, uh, 
you know, is this a, a tie to domestic terrorism or is this just a guy that just, you know, is just nuts? I mean, I, I think the... <laughs> It, it's it's not a it's not a far stretch to say this guy was in balance. I think anybody who goes out and commits this kind of a mass homicide, you know, is nuts. But you know, was there a purpose beyond it, uh, or a purpose to it? You know, added to him just being crazy. Oh yeah, well, uh, and I, that's going to be the time staking. You know, time time. You know, is going to be involved in doing that. They're going to be interviewing a lot of people, and you know, like I said, crawling through this guy's life. Yeah, well, I'm looking at Twitter as we go here, and apparently he is uh, a white uh, man, and Twitter is um, exploding. Was white U.S. citizen Stephen Paddock a Christian? If so, will will Donald Trump be extending his travel ban to all Christian countries? Um, very interesting how swiftly the name Stephen Paddock was released by authorities. Were they ever so quick with Islamic terror attacks? Terrorist Stephen Paddock is being uh, being from Mesquite, Nevada, the same place where armed white supremacists pointed guns at law enforcement is not a coincidence. Um, oh, yeah, this is uh, it just it's going from bad to worse. Murderer is Stephen Paddock privilege murdering 20 people and media corps ensure uh, we know it's not terrorism. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going to be a, a you know what show. You know, but you have to you have to think about a couple of different things here, Rich. You know, now they're trying to tie this to the Bundy Ranch standoff, which is a pretty controversial case in and of itself. But that was run by the federal government. This is actually a local. You know, the feds have not come in and tried to assert or, or you know, obtain jurisdiction over this shooting mm-hmm. uh, or this mass, you know, homicide. So. You know, they're not playing by the same rules, and I think in this instance they were trying to, you know, balance the, you know, the need or the right for information to identify this person uh, with, you know, not giving away. Yeah, so, yeah, we've we positively identified this person. You know, this is who he is. We don't know that much about him, but we'll be working on that. You know, I don't think we're looking for anybody else, and I think there's no reason for the public to fear, you know, any further because... You know, obviously, Steve Paddock isn't coming down to breakfast anymore. Uh, he's done his dirty work, and, uh, you know, he's he's no longer with us. And that's probably a good ending as well. He saves the government the expense of, a, you know, the spectacle of a trial. <laughs> well, as a, as, a, as a white Christian male in today's America, let me be among the first white Christian men to condemn this white person for shooting up what uh, will amount to be an enormous number of other white people for reasons that have yet to be determined. Um, There is no excuse uh, for any violence like this, period, end of story, whatsoever. I agree with you. I'll be the second one, and I'm sure there'll be many. Um, You know, there'll be plenty of people that condemn this. I mean, this is just an evil act, and it's really not a great explanation. Well, I'm sure the story will come out. Jim, I want to thank you for uh, taking a little extra time out of your morning uh, or uh, taking some extra time out of your morning to be with us here on Drought Large. I'm sure we'll have plenty of this, to, to plenty more to talk about tomorrow morning when you join us for your regular public safety this week segment at 640. All right. Good deal, Rich. Thank All you. All right. That's our retired law enforcement friend, Jim Gadette, uh, who anchors our public safety this week segment every Tuesday morning. He, uh, 
responded to our call to get a handle on the situation, and we appreciate the fact that he took the time to do it. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we should be on the air with our good friend, Kimberly Morin. Stay with us.